Tired of toxic, boring, or dead-end relationships? Feeling lonely or clueless when it comes to love? Need a fresh perspective? Well, you found it. This is Romancipation, a podcast that challenges conventional ideas about sex, love, dating, and mating. Hosts Marley and Lise offer candid and provocative advice about what it takes to find the partner you deserve. It's time to rethink your approach to your love life. Take charge and get romancipated. On today's episode, you should want to be with your partner, not need to be with them. Truth. (laughs) This particular concept, Lise, this is what it's all about for me. Yeah. It really is. I think that you become a truly romancipated individual when you recognize that if you're in a relationship, it's because you want to be in that relationship with that particular person, not because you need to be. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'd love to no, sort of please. just make I, my it's argument. so true. Relationships take work like anything else that's worthwhile in life. Yep. And if you don't want to do the necessary work for a healthy and productive and reciprocal relationship, then get out. Don't waste your time or somebody else's. If you want to be with somebody, that's enough motivation to alter behaviors that might cause conflict or to alter needs that maybe don't align with the other person. If you're in a relationship because you need them for comfort, security, whether it's emotional security, financial security, physical security, if you're in a relationship because you need somebody for childcare or to do labor in your household, you're doing yourself and the other person such a disservice, Lise. Yeah. You really are. Because guess what? You can hire people for some of those jobs and the other ones you should be able to find within yourself. You shouldn't Great point. need another person to satisfy those things. Both parties in any couple will end up feeling incredibly resentful. And remember, resentment is relationship cancer. Hello. Yep. If they know that they're needed and not wanted, that mm. will make the person feel unappreciated and used. Yes. It's just that simple. When you need a partner instead of wanting them, you are placing yourself in a situation that is primed for abuse, neglect, and unhappiness. I cannot emphasize that enough. Really, if you're in a relationship where your partner is always emphasizing to you how much you need them, they are insulting your ability, your competence, and your agency. They really are. And if you believe them, Mm -hmm. if you believe that you need them and that's why you're with them, you are down a very dark rabbit hole because they will manipulate you. Yep. They will mistreat you because they know that they can. So unhealthy. It is beyond unhealthy. If you do not have the ability to stand on your own two feet, that is the biggest ingredient 
for a recipe of self-hatred. Oh, disaster. You're okay? setting yourself up for disaster. Absolutely. You and I have said this before. Independence is so sexy. It's so sexy. It is so desirable, right? Yep. And codependence, it's a trap. It weighs down on you. No, it's like, what a bad feeling. I I don't know. I just feel like that's such a huge burden and a huge weight to carry. Yes. No, listen, I, I will also tell you from my own personal experience, every time there is a conflict, between me and my husband, or some sort of issue that arises, we fight for one another. Even when we disagree, even when things get heated, we always recognize that we're fighting for this relationship. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We're fighting for one another because we want to be together. Neither of us needs the other person. And at least it feels so good to know that I'm not needed, but I'm wanted. There's a security in it, right? It's such a healthy security feeling. It's empowering. It's empowering knowing that you are with a partner that truly wants you. Yes. Right? That if you were to walk away, that's not the point, right? I mean, you're not needed in that's this right. relationship as a security blankie, right? Exa- Thank I mean, you. It is. Exactly. You guys are on equal playing field. And that's why when you argue, there is a sense of security even in that. That's right. Right? So many people are afraid to voice their opinion or voice Because their they need the other person. Exactly. Because they need the other person. That's right. When you need another person, you can't be fully forthright. Right. You have to kind Walk of hold your shots. punches. That's right. Because otherwise— you have the potential to anger them or to lose them. You're going to lose them. Yes. How would anybody want to live like that? No. I would not want to live walking on eggshells. I would not want to live in a situation where I knew I relied so much on another person that they had indirect control over my life. That's right. And I think the fact that you just said indirect control, because I think so many people don't even realize how much control or impact another person has over them until you get into one of those big arguments. Yes. And I think you or I, maybe because neither of us would ever probably hold our tongue, you know, in a situation where we felt like something was unfair or like mis... But so many people, I've watched so many close friends even get into a place where I'm like, why wouldn't you just say something? Like, that was completely disrespectful. And they're just like, oh, it's not that big a deal, you know, like, whatever. And in my head, as I've gone home or walked away from the situation, I'm like, God, they don't feel confident enough in their relationship to be able to put out there how disrespectful or how much something mattered or was— Respect is missing. Trust is, is missing. missing. Admiration yes, is missing. Yes. Absolutely. It's funny to me because I can tell you that if you stay with a person, let's say because you're afraid of not finding someone better. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this in prior podcasts. a lot podcasts. of people feel that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bad choice. Bad choice. It's a bad choice. What's a bad reason? It, it's a bad reason. <laughs> it, thank you. It's bad for you. It's bad for the other person. Can you imagine somebody 
staying with you, not because they actually want you, but because they feel they need to stay with you. Because maybe there's not something else out there that they're going to get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, isn't that gross? It's gross. It's such an icky thought. Ick. That was the first word that came to my mind. You know, I mean, look, you've all heard the phrase, if you want it, fight for it. Uh Uh-huh. I firmly believe in that phrase when it comes to romantic relationships. Nothing is more inspiring to me, at least, when I see somebody, particularly obviously my husband, Mm -hmm. putting in the effort to win my affection, to make things right if something goes wrong, to spend time with me, Mm -hmm. to want to grow old with me, to protect me, to cherish me. I see him fight for me. And I love it. We talked about movie moments. Yep. Right? And while I don't think you should try and artificially make movie moments, when somebody wants you, the movie moments happen organically. I was going to say that, yeah, that is your movie moment. It is. It's a great feeling. Yep. And I want people to experience it. You have to want the person, you don't have to need them. Nope. I can't emphasize that enough. Want is so important in a romantic relationship because you will encounter rough patches. Yes. You will encounter those instances where you are challenged or you are pushed to your limits. Mm -hmm. And you have to ask yourself, why am I staying? And if you can answer, because I want to, versus, ugh, because I need to. We've got kids. We've got bills. We've got. It just, it sends you down the wrong path. It just really does. It's venting time with Marley and Lise. It's that time when Lise and I get to vent our frustrations over commonly experienced issues in romantic relationships. Today's topic, when people change their hobbies or interests to please a new partner. Oh, this is really frustrating to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, this this is a sticking one for me as well. I would love to hear you. Yeah, your no, events. please. Okay, so people often say they enjoy activities they don't in order to please their partner. But honestly, whether it's sports or food or politics, mismatch interests can only be concealed for so long before they begin to take their toll. Yes. On both sides. It's fake. And fake people suck. Yeah. (laughs) Pretending to be someone you're not is lying to others and maybe even yourself about who you are and what you like. It's simply unsustainable and it can lead to more insecurities, depression, and anxiety. Think about having to keep that up constantly and consistently. Yeah. How miserable. People who pretend to be someone they're not are worried that they won't be accepted as they are. And in this age of social media, it's easier than ever to compare ourselves with other people who seem to be much better off. It leads to wanting to be someone else or at least have a different life that someone else has. Ultimately, it will never last. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So mine are, there's nothing wrong with taking up a new hobby or interest if it's something you actually enjoy or are keeping an open mind about. New partners offer the chance to expand our knowledge, experiences, and interests. Absolutely. The issue arises when you do things that are counter to your previous preferences because you're afraid of losing the person. Yes. If you never appreciated the outdoors before, but all of a sudden are constantly hiking, biking, or camping because (laughs) of a new partner, it can become concerning. Yeah. 
It's also frustrating when you become fanatical about the new interest or hobby to the point that it seems so disingenuous to others. Like people who were never interested in a sport or a particular team and all of a sudden they're like a super fan because (laughs) their partner likes that team. And the fact is they end up being even more enthusiastic than their partner is. Oh, yeah. It it just reads as so disingenuous. Oh, yeah. Taking it to new heights. Absolutely. It's healthy to have separate interests and hobbies from your romantic partner. Not everything needs to be shared or mutually enjoyed. Exactly. Showing interest in what a partner likes is thoughtful and supportive. Becoming a chameleon to please another person signals a lack of self-awareness. Yes. You should not deceive or manipulate another person into believing that you have more in common with them than is actually true. It will come back to haunt you. And I know you had said that as well. I feel really strongly about this because I have seen so many women fall into this trap lease. Yeah. And I think it is such a red flag. I think there's nothing wrong with being exposed to something new, trying something new. I think that's great. I think it's exciting. That's great. But if it's not your bag, if it's not something you want to do, you know what? You don't have to. But I know too many women who were total urbanites and all of a sudden they meet like a naturey granola type of guy and all of a sudden they stop wearing makeup and they're always hiking and they open an account at REI. You know what I mean? To like (laughs) try and be this like naturey person. And again, nothing wrong with being exposed to nature. But I always find it fascinating because then when they break up with the guy, do you think they stay being interested in nature? Hell no. No. They go right back to like their Brunch. brunches in the city. <laughs> exactly. And getting never going outside. Done. Getting yeah. their, exactly. Exactly. So my attitude is you can go on the occasional camping weekend or glamping weekend or whatever right. you want to do, but don't just try and become something that you're not because the person who truly loves nature, they love it for a very specific reason. They're not pretending and they will come to recognize that you're truly not enjoying yourself, that you're just going along with it to please them. And you know what? Nobody wants to be with a person who is just always trying to please them. In the beginning, they might, but trust me, as the relationship evolves, they will just feel annoyed. They will feel frustrated and they will feel like you are lying to them. Well, and I was going to say, once they figure out that you really aren't, that into what it is that you're pretending to be, they are going to feel lied to, exactly like what you said. And like, how anxious must it make you trying to keep up that pretense the whole time, like that you're loving to do something? Because once you go down that road, it's really hard to dig your way back up. If somebody's trying to share with you an appreciation they have or a passion they have, and you don't get it, there's a sense of like betrayal. Yes. You know, there really is. It's just a bad idea. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Lisa and I want to thank you so much for joining us this week. To view the complete show notes and a recap of today's podcast, or to learn more about us, visit www.romancipation.com. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive notifications of new episodes right when they're released. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, please let us know by leaving a five-star review on Apple or a five-star rating on Spotify. 
Reviews let Apple know that great listeners like you enjoy our show, and that helps us expand our audience. Thanks again, and stay romanticated. <laughs>